This is Today in History, January the 8th. On this day in 1790, the newly elected President George Washington delivers his first State of the Union address to Congress in New York. And on this day in 1867, the U.S. House of Representatives joined the Senate in overriding President Andrew Johnson's veto of the District of Columbia Suffrage Bill, giving black men in the nation's capital the right to vote. Also on this day in 1877, Crazy Horse and his warriors outnumbered, low on ammunition and forced to use outdated weapons to defend themselves fight their final losing battle against the United States Cavalry in Montana. Six months earlier, in the Battle of Little Bighorn, Crazy Horse and his ally Chief Sitting Bull led their combined forces of Sioux and Cheyenne to a stunning victory over Lieutenant Colonel George Custer and his men. The Indians were resisting the U.S. government's efforts to force them back to their reservations. After Custer and over 200 of his soldiers were killed in the conflict, later dubbed Custer last stand, the American public wanted revenge. And as a result, the United States Army launched a winter campaign in 1876 and 77, led by General Nelson Miles against the remaining hostile Indians in the Northern Plains. Also on this day in 1982, American Telephone and Telegraph Company settled the Justice Department's antitrust lawsuit against it by agreeing to divest itself of the 22 Bell System companies. And in 1982, For the first time, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closes above 2,000, ending the day at 2,002. And on this day in 2000, in the American Football Conference's wild card matchup at Adelphia Coliseum in Nashville, Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans stage a last-second come-from-behind victory to beat the Buffalo Bills 22-16 on a kickoff return play, later dubbed the Music City Miracle. Buffalo led 16-15 after a Steve Christie 41-yard field goal with 16 seconds to play. Then, when Christie made a short, low kickoff, Lorenzo Neal caught the ball near the Tennessee 25-yard line. Running to his right, he handed off to tight end Frank Wycheck, who spun and threw a low lateral pass to receiver Kevin Dyson. Dyson headed down the left sideline, completely fooling the Bills' defense and rushing 75 yards to the end zone. Do the Titans have a miracle left in them? In what has been a magical season to this point. If they do, they need it now. Christie kicks it high and short. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Pitches it it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. He's got something. He's got it. He's got it. 20, 10, He's got it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Play, named a home run throwback, was designed by Tennessee Titans special teams coach Alan Lowry to be used only when the Titans were trailing and they expected the opponent to deliver a low line drive kick. And on this day in 1968, the single Sitting on the Dock of the Bay was released on Volt Records almost a month after the singer's death in a plane crash. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, a song co-written by soul singer Otis Redding and guitarist Steve Cropper, who many will remember from the Blues Brothers Band, was recorded by Redding twice in 1967, including once just days before his death in a plane crash. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay was released on January the 8th, 1968, shortly after Redding's death. R&B stations quickly added the song to their playlists, which had been saturated with Redding's previous hits. 
The song shot to number one on the R&B charts early in 68, and starting in March, topped the pop charts for four weeks. Redding's body of work at the time of his death was immense, including a backlog of archived recordings, as well as those created just before his death. In 1999, BMI named the song as the sixth most performed song of the 20th century, with about six million performances. Rolling Stone ranked the Dock of the Bay number 161 on its 500 Greatest Albums of All Time charts. And Jim Morrison made reference to Dock of the Bay in the Doors song Runnin' Blue, written by Bobby Krieger from their 1969 album The Soft Parade, sitting on the Dock of the Bay, released posthumously by Otis Redding, January the 8th, 1968, on this day in history. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, wasting time.